Hello, and welcome to episode 94 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 19th of May 2019, and I'm Terry, and joining me as always is Darren. Good morning, Terry. Good morning, sir. How are we doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. Very bright, very lovely Sunday morning, other than the fact that the sun's in. Um, I know, it's, it's starting to come out here. So but you know, it's, it's yeah. Up. It's nice. Yeah, that's what it's like down t- south, but you know. <laughs> up, up, it, up north, it's cloud up, or raining. Up here, it's yeah, it's like just straight thunderstorms and torrential downpour constantly. So nice. it's always fun in games uh, up into Yorkshire. You know what oh, I'm lad. saying? Oh, lad. Um, so what have you been up to for the past couple of weeks then? Um, been busy. Uh, so we're starting to get silly season for the events. So mm. the last two weekends, uh, the first weekend we did the Rat Race Dirty Weekend. That's yeah, the yeah. 20 mile obstacle course, uh, 200 obstacles, uh, lots of running. It was a whole lot of fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> very sociable. Cool. Uh, we did it with uh, a fair few members of the midlife gamer community. Um, we had drinky poos before, drinky poos afterwards, um, and just generally a good weekend. Drinks before? Well, well not directly before. Like oh, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, let's get a few downers, lads, before we do this. Yeah. Well, it was 7.45 kickoff, so... Uh, yeah, I don't think even the bar was open at that time. It's five o'clock somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was a good event. And then this weekend, just gone, oh, I should say, well, yesterday, I did the Tough Mudder Midlands. Ah, and how was um, that? Uh, yeah, again, that was, uh, it, it's interesting to see how they've changed it over the years. I mean, so that's the third time I've done it at that, no, fourth, fourth, third, fourth. Um, so that's the fourth time I've done it at, Grantham, uh, the Tough Mudder Midlands, and it's it's interesting to see how it's changed over the four years, how they've changed their target audience. Right. Okay. Um, so when I did it, it was just shy of a half marathon. Um, that was two thousand sixteen. Mm. Uh, yesterday, it rocked in at just below nine miles, and the kind of, for want of better words, simplified most of the obstacles, uh, just to just to make it more accessible. Sure, I get you. Um. And, and sure enough, there, there was people there that were like people who did the OCR events all the time. Um, but there was a larger influx of um, what we called the the hen parties, mm. right? Okay, uh, where you've got ten, fifteen people all matching tops um, that probably do a five k most. If that makes sense, and um, there's at it, least maybe one or two of them that don't, but they're just along for it for the ride because they get to dress up in tutus and uh, absolutely and just have so, some fun. Yeah, so if you remember when we did um, we did that X runner, yeah, and there were there, there were groups of people that were there just as a fun run. Yeah, um, it seems to be targeted more towards those people because there was an influx of of those groups. Right, sure. Which again, not a bad thing at all. Um, the Willis still found it quite t- challenging, um, but it, it was all right. I mean, we uh, Nick and I did it, and we did it with uh, Kev and his family, mm. and uh, uh, Darren as well. Okay. Um, and it it was good, and and hats off to Kev and his family. Uh, they they did it for the first time, um, and and they got round. Uh, they they seemed to have a whale of a time. Uh, nice. Unfortunately, I start getting cold, so I I kind of jogged ahead. I'm like, oh well, I'll wait for him to get to the next obstacle. Right. No, I'll wait for him at the next one. I'll wait, uh, and it got it got to the point where like I'm probably about half an hour in front of him now. If I do that, I'm just gonna freeze. <laughs> so I, I tell you what, I'll just finish and I'll catch him at the end. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it, it's a case of uh, the reason that Tough Mudder have kind of like changed these things, do, do we think that the 
the the sales are dwindling a little bit and they've made it a bit easier to accommodate people think, who might not come into it yeah i think so um i mean because they still charge uh, at the cheapest 75 quid a ticket and it's a difficult sell if you're not like a hardcore absolute yeah yeah um where i i think with the make it more manageable um because you've you got to think it's not going to affect um those hen parties will get back to work and say, oh yeah i did tough mother at the weekend it was brilliant because uh, let's be honest once you've got around one of those things you think wow i can take on the world Sure, I get you. So they'll be like, "Well, I've done, I've done the toughest thing ever. Um, I, it, it was brilliant." And then they tell all their mates, and it's like, "We should do it next year." And then everybody does it next year, and it grows and grows. And they tell uh, their friends, and so on, and exactly, so on, yeah, and yeah. so on. Um, but it, it it did kind of show. So you, you go into like a starting pen, and uh, historically they're rammed full, and you do like a bit of a warm up and stuff, and then uh, and then you start off running. Uh, R eight fifteen wave. It was only about half full. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, so the the numbers must be dwindling. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, even I'm still getting fucking mess like emails left, right, and centre, like prompting, oh, tickets are going to go up if you don't get them soon. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay. But it's like I say, it's. I mean, you've, you said that this is the fourth one you've done, so. It's the fourth one at Grantham, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, yeah. I mean, even if you've noticed it, the change over like a four year period. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, the the good thing is it, it's it's becoming more accommodating for the people. So, like you say, it's it's easier for them to get involved and and the word to spread. So, yeah, it's, it's a clever idea on their part. Yeah, and and for most of us, we use it as a stepping stone. So you kind of do like the X runners, like what we did, and then you do the tough mudders. Yeah, and then you kind of advance onto like Dirty Weekend or, or Spartan or, or the, there are loads of them out there, but not mainstream. If you know what I mean. Mm, I get you. Um, but as a stepping stone, it's not a bad event. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I really quite enjoy Jesty. Um, I'm probably not going to do it again, but I really enjoy <laughs> it. Well, the thing is, Nick and I ran ahead, and um, uh, we, we did it in about two and a half hours. So we're just constantly running throughout the entire thing, um, which made it just a very different feel to every other event I've done because we've always done it with like a large team so it's like stop wait for everybody to get over and then regroup and then move on and do that and do that sure Uh, yeah so it's like stop start get cold get warm um but we just kind of powered through it and it was a very different experience to what I've ever done before Mm, I get you so so yeah um so apart from those um the weather's been quite nice so it was time to attack the garden because unfortunately I've lost my gardener Sad times. Yeah. Can you say a few words about him? Will, he was a great lad. Um, slack, slack as you wouldn't believe. <laughs> but he was a really nice lad. He, he used to come around and do the gardens. Uh, really cheap. Um, but he'd come around maybe. He, he agreed to come around every other week. He came around maybe once a month and did a half hour's job. But it kind of saved me doing it. And he was like, you know what? I'm not making any money here. I'm going to have to get a proper job. Ah, one of those old chestnuts. Yeah, so I I kind of left it a fortnight, and the weather was nice. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna have to do it. So I went out, (laughs) back breaking work. (laughs) It's like, oh, I need another gardener. (laughs) You need another garden, Darren. I know. I know. Just get another gardener. Yeah, so that that's kind of taking up most of my time. Um, Which you'll see in the other sections. Uh, What about yourself? So I've been trying somewhat to get back into the running stuff again. I've I've been out and and done a a handful of runs. Um, 
So I, I'd been discussing a while ago how kind of like my eating habits have changed and, sure, and yeah. kind of just eating, trying to just eat better in general because, you know, it, it's no quiet secret that, that, you know, that I'm I'm a big fella and I, I need to lose weight and all that sort of stuff. So I thought, you know, eat better, you know, do a bit more activity, that sort of stuff. Well, yeah. then I started to eat better, hmm. which was good because I've I've lost about three quarters of a stone since I started doing it just through oh, well eating done. better. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was one of those where it was like, cool, I'm, I'm still doing the weights, I'm still doing this, that, and the other, but I need to move. Um, so it's like uh, lunchtime walks is some of that I always used to track quite a lot when doing like using Strava and that sort of stuff. I thought, well, I mean, we talked about it at one point and said you don't need to track your walks, really. It's more the runs sort of thing. Sure, yeah. yeah. So, that you know, it was like one of those where it's like I've not gone for walks for a while, so I thought, fuck it, I'm not going to track it, but I'm going to... I'm going to, you know, make sure and force myself to go out for walks unless it's absolutely teaming it down because I don't want to be going back to work and working wet shit. So I've been doing walks during the day. I've been coming home. I've been doing a little bit of running here and there just to try and get myself back into the swing of it. And it's it's been good. Um, My knees, uh, my left knee's hurting a bit, but I think it's one of those where it's because obviously I'm still not the lightest in the world. There's still quite a lot of pressure. So uh, my knee's hurting quite a lot. So it's one of those where I'm trying to take it easier than Mm, I was the last time, but I'm still trying to move and keep it active, you know, just to kind of get my mindset into, you don't have to push yourself. However, just doing something is better than nothing. Um, So yeah, you know, it's one of those. And hopefully once, you know, the, the the weight starts to drop off some more. I can uh, uh, I can then run a bit further and a bit faster, which is uh, is always good. I've been tracking things on my fitness pal on a daily basis just to try and again just trying to make myself more accountable for that sort of stuff. So that's been good. Brilliant. Um, other than that, I've I've tried to uh, to do this whole streaming lark. Yeah, um, I did see it flash up a couple of times. Yeah, it's just one of those where, you know, after, um, you know, the last episode, I was thinking to myself, you know, it's, I kind of want to maybe venture out a little bit more into that sort of stuff. And sure, yeah, yeah. Sure, it was just a very kind of lackadaisical, I'm just going to hit a button on this and, and see what happens and then yeah. end up playing like shit. However, you know, it's it's one of those where, you know, maybe it's something to try and, try and grow over time and... and you know, obviously not become professional because I'm too fucking bad at games because I'm at that old age now where my reflexes are shot to shit and, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just one of those things, but I just thought I'd mess about some with that and, you know, I've been looking at, you know, um, the, unfortunately that uh, stream, oh, that OBS uh, yeah. doesn't look like it works on Mac, which is a bit of a pain I, in the does. ass. Oh, does it, it? It does, yeah. The, the only thing I saw, it just said Windows 7, but maybe I was... Not looking at the right thing, but uh, okay, yeah, I'm I'm sure I've seen an overlay because uh, you know when we discussed it going back a couple of years now, yeah, yeah. Um, the, I did download a version. There was a something, um, so I don't know if there's a Mac port of it or something. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely a, a Mac version. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things. I'll uh, I'll have another look into it. It was kind of a very brief thing where. Uh, you know, I thought I'd have a, a quick look and and see, but, um, but yeah. So it's just one of those. I mean, uh, uh, you know, you know, 
I'm not necessarily going to, you know, get the the cap on and the and the boom mic in front of me and hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, I'm going to stream. Oh fucking hell, I'm dying constantly. Um, but you know, I just kind of want to explore that avenue a little bit, dip my toe into it, try and embrace this this internet thing a little bit more. Hmm, and okay. uh, uh, and yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, also, the car went in for its MOT, the new one, and failed uh, because the uh, back spring. Uh, decided to break on us um and then we shortly found out afterwards that it wasn't like in the middle of the spring it was okay. just the bottom where it kind of flattens out like so the the suspension spring mm-hmm. uh the bottom of it had snapped off and they failed us for that um Brilliant. even though they could have broke that little bit off and uh we were told that that wouldn't have impacted anything and it had passed however they decided not to do that so uh yeah that was fun um fuck vehicles fuck cars fuck everything forever and that is what we've been doing. Darren, let's mm. talk about what we've been playing. Sure. Checkpoint. You've played a game, Darren. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> and again, I haven't had a lot of free time. So instead of starting something new, I've uh, I've just been dipping into Borderlands 2. Uh, and um, yeah, I heard so, about this. Tell me about it. So uh, I'm in true vault mode at the moment. Uh, so that means all enemies are kind of your level, mm. no matter what you're doing. And uh, I'm just kind of cruising through again. And it's it, it's nice. I mean, I was thinking about this. And I, I guess it, this is similar to what you get with playing like the Apex Legends and uh, and the Fortnite and stuff. Yeah. You know you're going in. You know exactly what's... Or, or should I should say you've got a very good idea what's going to happen in the game. You know where all the loot is. Um, mm. You know the maps and all the rest of it. But as you're going through, there will be a, a loot drop that you didn't expect. Or yes. based yeah. on what you've equipped, um, your gameplay will be different to the previous game that you had. And, and just little tweaks like that. Um, so I'm going through as a soldier and um, level 35, level 36, and mm. I've never had a soldier at this level, so I've never seen the skill trees at this level. Get you. Um, so, so although I know what's going to happen in the story, I know how the mission's going to happen, um, and I also know the maps. How I then deal with those is different based on this character. Um, so it's quite interesting so yeah I'm just enjoying it I'm going through it's fairly easy I've got so many golden keys it's unbelievable Um, I only this morning I hit level 36 and I stood in front of that golden chest and just refreshed my entire inventory (laughs) and I am so overpowered at the moment it's ridiculous Uh, God bless Randy Pitchford for for his uh, for him bequeathing golden keys onto us constantly mm. it's a constant one is that one but uh but yeah I follow a couple of twitter accounts where it's just like nah we, we just tell you shift codes yeah, yeah. and just, like what what game it's for just go 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 so it's yeah, yeah. uh but yeah I, I must admit it's it's one of those where it, it does sound very similar um you know like you say everything's the same yeah but your character you know like well at least with uh with borderlands like your character changes your gameplay style and yes. kind of refreshes the experience for you a bit more which is cool yeah um but yeah is, is that all you've been playing that is all i've played yeah yeah i mean you you've got through that have you you started again on xbox yeah. not too long ago didn't you yeah 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 so uh christine and i ran through it and and got through the first playthrough sure um and then just kind of paused on it and mm. and I've then continued in tro- true Vault Hunter mode because we just kind of mainlined it, right? I get just, you. just to get through uh, because 
the first playthrough, it's very easy to com- become overpowered. Um, so it becomes, I won't say boring, but, you know, when you're just walking through an area and just kill everything instantly. Yeah. It, it, it's nice to be in true Volunteer mode where everything's a bit of a challenge. Yeah, there's an actual challenge you're getting to it, which is good. Yeah, yeah. No, cool. I mean, you've you've hit two of them on the head as to what I've been playing. Um, mm. dip, me, dip me toe back into Apex. Now, I'm playing with uh, a different um, different friend who was is is a very serious uh, CS:GO player. Okay. So he's he's a PC guy, um, but we're playing on PS4. So the whole uh, so me and my other mate who play Fortnite are just playing it for laughs, and we yeah, don't know yeah. what the fuck we're doing. This just felt like a like an actual strategic operation. Uh, just like, yeah, we'll do this, we'll do this, and I'm like, I actually enjoy mm, <laughs> the, okay. the strategy behind it because I play completely differently. Sure. Um, but yeah, we we've we've won a game, but a lot of them came very close uh, to us winning. But uh, but yeah, that that game when you play it actual properly. like strategic yeah yeah when you yeah. play it properly and you're not just fucking about um you know is is actually a really really good game to play because then you're not just thinking about what weapons you're going with i'll go with these yeah, right, yeah. i need this particular site i need this particular thing to like balance out my weapon and all this that and the other and it actually makes for an interesting experience sure um so it, it's kind of t- like in a way, like, I know I've played Apex before, but it's kind of evolved for me in a way. Um, and it's actually a really, really good way of playing it. Um, Fortnite Season 9 started. Um, that's changed some little bits here and there. Um, the main kind of standout is that they've done a John Wick event mm-hmm. and Celebrate 3. Um, the marketing l- makes you believe that you earn the John Wick skin through the limited time mode, which you don't. Uh, you have to buy that thing outright. Um, which is 2,000 V-Bucks, and I think, does that work out to about 15 quid? Wow. For a skin? skin. Uh, But people have paid more, uh, well, the same amount, if not a bit more, for for more ridiculous skins, but... Sure. um, but yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. But uh, but yeah. Um, World War Z, finished that. Um, Powered through that last... uh, No, powered through that on Tuesday, because I was off because of the car. And... uh, yeah, finished that, and uh, you know it was all right. It's all right. There were some frustrating bits, um, purely because uh, you know if you've got a team of four and you're not all talking to one another, it's it's a bit frustrating. I mean, me and my mate were powering through it, and uh, we had a couple of randoms with us, and it's just like we need to assemble at this point. We need we need to assemble at this point. Um, you're not doing it. You're just fighting things. So that got a bit frustrating, but uh, but we finished, and uh, yeah, that is still. Um, Left for Dead, right? Le- cool. And, and it's, a, it's a it's a Left for Dead game, and it's pretty cool. Uh, Darren Minecraft celebrated its tenth anniversary mm. uh, on Friday. Um, so to celebrate, I played Minecraft. Nice. Um, played more and more Minecraft. Um, got excited about Minecraft Earth. Um, mm. Doesn't sound like it's not what I thought it was going to be. It sounds like oh, you do you go to like locations and there's like. Minecrafty type stuff within the world. Sure. Yeah. I thought it was like maybe it is, um, and I've just read it completely wrong. But I thought it would be like, oh, build things, and then it's like in AR style, you've got your buildings and all that sort of stuff in the yeah, real yeah. world. Um, but it, it's, I think, what I read is it uses Google Maps to kind of, you know, like make sure you are where you are, and it, it maps things onto buildings and. Quick sure, buildings out of nowhere, right, that sort okay. of stuff. So, um, 
so yeah, it's one of those, but you know, base game Minecraft, I just wish that they'd do a Minecraft VR. Mm. Um but either that or just give me super duper pack. So give me the super duper graphics pack and we're happy. Yeah. Um but because that thing looks sexual. But uh but yeah. Uh one last game I didn't put on the list, but mm. I've I, I played a little bit yesterday. Uh it's a game on Games Pass called Graveyard Keeper. Okay. Uh long story short, guy pegs it, turns up in a world where he's all of a sudden the town's graveyard keeper. Okay. And you have to go and look after your grave. It's kind of like Stardew Valley, mm. but you're a graveyard keeper and you have no idea what the fuck's going on or how you got there and what you need to do. Um, but yeah, it's just one. Of, it's it's just a, a Stardew Valley kind of game where you just go around, talk to people, they give you quests, they do little things for you, and you can upgrade your weapons and do all that random shit. And you know what? It's not bad. Cool. So it's a pretty good game, is that? But yeah, so it's it's been a bit more kind of downplayed um kind of relaxy stuff and just mm. to chill but uh i've been playing more than i've been watching which we will find out in the next section because the next one is what we've been playing no it isn't we've just been talking about what we've been playing let's talk about what we've been watching Checkpoint. stuff darren mm. yeah so let's see uh apart from you uh the normal uh the normal TV. Um, the only thing new we picked up is Lucifer. Now this yeah. is this is something that was an Amazon Prime for the first three seasons, and then they ditched it, and then Netflix picked it up. So ah, season yes. four is yeah. on Netflix. Um, I I don't know. Um, so we've enjoyed Lucifer. Season three left ended on a massive cliffhanger, and that's why there was a massive campaign to bring it back. And then that's why Netflix bought it. Yeah. Realistically, if it hadn't been for that cliffhanger, I'd have been happy for it to end. Okay. Uh, and it's kind of continued, but it, I, I don't know. It, it's kind of, for me, it's kind of lost it a little bit. Sure. Uh, I mean, the premise is that Lucifer Morningstar is, lives on Earth, and he is a club owner, and he's, he's the devil. Fair enough. Um, and very much like you get with like Castle and a few other things, he's uh, he's a devil who becomes a, a consultant with the uh, with the police and the consultant. Or I should say the police. There is a consultant with is um, some hot chick. Mm, and it, okay. So season one, two, and three, it's a whole will they won't they kind of thing. Yeah, and just the universe around that. Um, and again, season four is just more of that. But uh, I, I don't know if the formula is just getting a bit weak now. Mm, okay. Um, but uh, don't get me wrong, we're enjoying it. Um, but again, when it gets to the end of the season, it'll be like, ah, well, that was that then. <laughs> For reasons. Yeah. Um, film-wise, I've only watched one. I watched Glass. So this, uh... this was the th- third in the trilogy to Unbreakable... Um, split and glass. Please tell me this is good. It is a good conclusion to the trilogy. Cool. Um, it's a lot more. So where the other two are quite, um, I want to say low key. Uh, this this feels more like an action movie. Right. Okay. Um, I think if you're not if you haven't watched Unbreakable for a while, I'd suggest rewatching that before watching this hmm. 
Not that there's going to be any spoilers or anything. It's just that Bruce Willis's character. It's been a uh, while since that film came out, and yeah, need a refresher maybe. I I I think so. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was a good film, and it was a good conclusion. Hmm. And I can't really say anything more about that. No, I appreciate that. Um, didn't you used to watch Game of Thrones? I do watch Game of Thrones. Is it any good? People mm. seem to the the internet at large seem to be a, a an angry mob for that last episode. But and to be okay, to be spoiler free, um, I understand why the internet is annoyed. Mm. Um, but they need to just suck it up and stop being whingy little babies. Yeah, sure. Um, it's yeah. But long, long story short, the first, I want to say, first six seasons of Game of Thrones were taking their source information from the book, mm. which had a lot of politics, a lot of intrigue in there, a lot of backstabbing, a lot of character building. Um, season seven, season eight, uh, the books haven't been written yet. Yeah, yeah. So uh, George R. R. Martin is there as a consultant saying, right, well, this is what I plan to do throughout the book. And they've given it, never mind that, action! (laughs) (laughs) And and so season seven was very like, oh, shit. So things are happening very, very quick. And it kind of turned into a Hollywood kind of action-packed spectacular. Um, Season eight being the final season, uh, it's only six episodes long. And they've kind of dialed up the action to 11 mm. and it's just like action things blowing up and, and, and these characters that have been built up throughout this entire thing are either doing something uh, i would say out of character sure okay i get it or, or because there's so few episodes and they're, they're trying to clean up it's just like well that person said and that person said and that person said and, that, and it's just like well, well what the fuck is going on here <laughs> and it's just a very different beast to how the first six seasons were Sounds like Oprah. And you get a death. And you get a death. You all get deaths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that's kind of the thing. As as someone who has tried to watch Game of Thrones a few times now, mm. um, kind of coming from the out as as someone viewing it from the outside in was like, This is not what the characters would do. Mer Um, but it's one of those where uh so who I work with, um you know, she seems, uh, you know, she seems happy with everything because she says, you know, it may be a quick turn, but they've been hinting at this for a few years now. Yeah, absolutely. And so, it, and I think what it feels like that everything that's happened in this season so far would have probably been stretched out over about three seasons. Mm. But with like intrigue and stuff, it's just like, oh, right, well, we need to be there. And OK, we're going to have a battle there and we're going to have a battle there. And we're going to have a battle there where before it would be like two, three episodes talking about the battle. And yeah. then there'd be another episode of getting the troops there and their journey and everything like that, where it's just like, right, never mind the journey. We're going from there to there. Right, battle, go. <laughs> Got six episodes. We need to wrap this up, lads. Uh, pretty Let's much, do this. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, well, don't get me wrong, it's uh, it's a very different beast, but it's still very entertaining. We're still faithful to what Game of Thrones is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a bit quicker. Uh, a lot quicker, yeah. So maybe I should start with this season. Um, so <laughs> six and seven, uh, very fast moving. Yeah. And then yeah. I guess if you then want to find out about characters, then go back and watch. I could probably hold on a bit longer. I've held on this long so far. so And yeah. it's all on Prime so, as well, which I learned. So. Um, oh, is it? Uh, yeah, I know, I know it's on Now TV. 
Yeah, I think we were talking about the other day. I believe everything by the season is on uh, on Amazon Prime now. Oh, fantastic. There you go, you see. Yeah. I've not watched a lot myself, to be fair. Okay. Um, I have I've watched Baywatch, Darren, because that's on Netflix now. It's a, it's a great, stupid film. Oh, what a great, stupid film that, that film is. What a great, stupid film. Um, yeah, Baywatch, there's not a lot to say. It's just a great, stupid film. Yeah. And I just felt like I needed something great and stupid to watch, so I watched Baywatch again. Yeah. And it's fucking great and stupid. But the main one I watched was Detective Pikachu. Oh, okay. Um, man, that hits you in the nostalgia. Oh, that hits you in the nostalgia so hard. Um, oh, interesting. Starting off from the lobby where you get some Pokemon cards. Um, and it's just like, oh my god, I've not opened the pack, but you know. Um, Detective Pikachu is a very, very, very fucking good film. Um, for for I would class myself as a, a non-Pokemon fan. Sure. Uh, as in, I've, I've played some of the games. I understand what Pokemon is. But yeah. would I get anything from this? <sighs> or is it just, as you said, nostalgia? It Don't get me wrong, there is nostalgia there. But I... Um... So, Colin mentioned this on Twitter the other day about, you know, he wasn't a Pokemon fan. Mm. Um... I, I I tried to kind of think of a way to explain it to him. In the moment, it felt like you could go in and watch this film and it just happens to have Pokemon in it. Okay. Because it's not a traditional Pokemon story in the sure, sense that yeah, yeah. they're going out, they're catching things, they're doing this, that, and the other. They kind of get over that very quickly where it's like, you know, we don't catch them, we don't, you know, there's the, there's no Pokeballs allowed, you're not allowed to catch, you're not allowed to battle, they live yeah. in harmony together, okay. sort of thing. So that immediately changes the dynamic of the film. Yeah. The story is very kind of, it's a PG, so it's a very kiddie, like, by the numbers sort of thing. Sure. Okay. Um, that just happens to have Pokemon in it. Um, there's some good stuff in there. I think you could probably watch this without being a necessarily being a Pokemon fan because it's one of those where you don't have to necessarily rely on you know what kind of what Pokemon type is that what type's that why they're doing this that and the other it's just this is a world that just happens to have Pokemon in it it could have been any film with like monsters or replaced X you know Pokemon with X and that sort of stuff but like I say it's it's a very kind of by the number story um, but I enjoyed the fuck out of it um Ryan Reynolds is great in that film. Um, but I think they all do a pretty good job, um, to be honest with you. But it was one of those where I, I kind of looked at my mate afterwards and I'm just like, what do you think? And he said that was better than Endgame. So it's just like, wow. Because uh, oh, wow. he, okay. he wasn't overly keen on Endgame. But uh, but I must admit, I was like, I had a smile on my face pretty much throughout yeah. uh, the film. Again, I, I do have that nostalgia for it. But sure, yeah, yeah. It, it's just crazy to think that, you know, like, 20 years ago I was watching like the animated films you know on on the big screen and and now we've kind of moved to a point of where this is kind of like the first mainstream Pokemon film yeah yeah uh, considering it's live action as well I think they did a really good job with it but uh, but yeah supposedly it's, it's done well enough to where they're thinking about doing more in that world okay. um that the, I think they were supposed to originally do like spin-offs so like you know one shot films within the Pokemon universe, but yeah. um, I'd be happy if they continued on because I love the this the the world that they built uh, within this, and I think they could take it to some interesting places. But uh, but yeah, Detective Pikachu is is pretty good, and I enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully you'll watch it and you'll enjoy it too. Cool, cool. 
Um, other than that, TV-wise, I've just not been able to get into anything. I tried continuing watching you. Couldn't mm. bother. I, I just wasn't in the right frame of mind. I've been watching a lot of just random bits and pieces on YouTube, which I I, I find that I'm gravitating towards recently. Yeah. Uh, just watching like quick bits on there. There's, I know I've mentioned about um, Crime Watch Daily before. Um, I subscribe to them and just watching some like little documentary pieces on there and that sort of stuff. But uh, but yeah, not much. But Darren, the more important news is that Rick and Morty is back. It is in November. In November. Um. And I'm very excited. Me too. Um, but yeah, that's that was a thing that came out the other day. But uh, but yeah, um, and then I watched a film, Darren. You did. So I challenge you to go and watch Risky Business. Risky Business. Um, I've not seen this for a while. Um, however, I still seem to remember the plot, and there was a. a, a I seem to remember there was a scene on. I want to say a tube. Yep. 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 This is a very good film. I enjoyed this a lot. Um, not to be confused with Cocktail, because I'm thinking, well, where does the bar scene come into? Ah, <laughs> I'm just okay. like, yeah. hang on. Um, but yeah, it was the do 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 as you're sliding in and all that sort of stuff. Like I've seen that, but yeah, that's yeah. all I've seen of that film. Um, and then it took a weird turn, and I'm just like, why are the prostitutes in here all of a sudden? Oh, sorry, escorts in here all of a sudden, and what the fuck? Um, it was kind of a Ferris Bueller-ish Felt very Ferris Bueller. Yeah, yeah, it felt very teen... I was going to... Originally, I thought it was going to be like some teen dramery thing. Mm. Then it it didn't go quite as hard on the comedy, but it had some comedy elements to it. Sure. Um, it had Serge uh, from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Ah, cool, yeah. Uh, he was in it doing a thing for reasons. Um, and yeah, it was, it was just kind of like... The parents are away. The boys will play. Um, you know, even though he's a guy that doesn't seem to to want to to do all that naughty shit, but then it, his mates trying to push him into it, and he does all that naughty shit, and uh, yeah, and then gets himself into some right shit. Yeah. Um, with one particular woman who then all of a sudden he kind of falls for, and she falls for him, and uh, things happen for reasons, and they hold a big party and stuff. Hmm. Uh, it also felt a little bit like weird science. Yes, yes, there was that as well. Um, and then, yeah, they, they, uh, have, you, have you ever made love on a moving train? And it's just like, what the fuck? And then, yeah. She, now, I haven't seen this for years, but is she, <laughs> is she still smoking in it? Yeah. Awesome. It's not bad at all. Um, there's, there's a plethora of 80s uh, ladies in there, um, all lovely. Um, I can't, I can't, I can't complain at that. But uh, yeah, yeah, she, she, not bad, not bad, not bad at all. Nice. Um, but it, it was one of those where because I was getting it mixed up with cocktail. And yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> there were just certain bits of like, right, okay, he's a kid. He don't, you know, they're talking about moving on, and you know, he's, he's not. He's thinking he's gonna go to you know Chicago Union maybe he'll turn into a barman and he'll do all this shit and it didn't it, it didn't do that right it's, okay. it's a completely different film Darren it's a yeah, completely yeah. different film um but this one was really good I enjoyed it a lot but uh yeah I, I when uh, I think you hit the nail on the head I think when I was watching it I'm like this this does feel very Ferris Bueller mm. but just not like as slapsticky and you know as, sure, as yeah, straight yeah. comedy as that but uh but yeah I thought this was pretty good and to see like Tom Cruise in such a in such a little youngling, yeah, yeah. Um, in in a role like this was uh, was uh, was pretty good. I enjoyed this one. Very good. So your next film. Now this is a suggestion from Mr. Column. Uh, okay. 
No, I haven't seen this, so I, I need to go and watch this as well. Okay. This is a film called Johnny Handsome. Do you think he's getting it mixed up with Johnny Mnemonic? Uh, no, no, he's not. <laughs> it, it, it's actually a thing. Is, I, is this an actual film? Yeah, it's uh, very late 90s. Ah, okay. Um, Morgan Freeman in there. Um, and, and a few others. Um, I recognised half, well, a few of the key members. I, I noticed their names. I'm like, oh, I knew they are. I know that guy from that thing. Yeah, Mickey Rock. He's, he's oh, okay. the main guy in it. So it, it should be interesting. Okay, yeah. Um, it, unfortunately, it's not available on any streaming services. The cheapest I've found it is five ninety nine on Amazon. Don't so, worry, Darren Love will find a way. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, the internet's the ne- thing. The next film is Johnny Handsome. Cool. And that is what we've been watching. Darren, let's talk about what we've been reading. Let's. Checkpoint. Darren. Um, so let's see. Um, what did I... I can't remember if I'd finished it. Um, but I finished the How to Be a Man uh, mm. by Chipotle G. Um, very light and fluffy. Um, really funny. Okay. Um, really enjoyable. Um, and then the other one. I, I started a book. It, this was recommended uh, a long time ago by one of my colleagues. And he's like, I, I was referring to Born to Run. Uh, sorry, Born to Run. Yeah, sure. And I says, oh, it's about it goes in and he does this and he does this. So you, you want to check out a book called uh, A Walk in the Woods. And it's by a guy called uh, Bill Bryson. Hmm. And it's a real life count of him. Um, so he moved to a certain part of America and okay. pretty much out of his back garden, he could get to the Appalachian Trail, which is a, a 2,000 meet, a 2,000 mile trail, which goes from obviously one part of America to another. Sure, uh, but yeah. this is up and over mountains and all the rest of it. And it's just basically his journey. Okay. Um, really well narrated. Um, the guy sounds very like, um, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, the guy who narrated Hitchhiker's Guide. He's, mm, he's, he yeah. sounds very much like that. Um, he's very good with voices and accents and he's quite upbeat about it. So he's, sure. so this, this journey, although listen to somebody talk about their journey from doing 2000 miles, it would be quite dull. Um, it is also going in with facts and all the rest of it and all the ways you can get maimed and killed going on this trail. There's foxes and there's bears and there's this, that and the other and there's rednecks and mm. um, and just going through it and it's like, mm, yeah, and this year there was so-and-so, deaths by so-and-so and so-and-so, but deaths by so-and-so. And right. <laughs> it, it just goes through in really great detail. I mean, even just buying the kit goes on for about half an hour. Right, okay. Because... Um, uh, he is very descriptive about how the salesperson was going through and everything that he was recommending and why he was recommending them and all the rest of it. But again, it's quite humorous as well. Right, sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm only, I'm only two, three hours in. Um, but so far, I'm really enjoying it. Hmm. it. It's a nice, pleasant hitchhiker's guide feel, but more grounded. Okay, yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. not bad at all. Uh, what about that's, yourself? That's, um, I've... <sighs> There, there was one that I have been listening to, but I wasn't so sure if to bring it up. Um, but fuck it, I'll bring it up. So, I think I'd mentioned to you kind of off the podcast that I'd, I'd been listening to some like motivation stuff, mm. some like motivational stuff. Um, 
there was a guy that kept on cropping up constantly, a guy called Les Brown. Okay. And um, there's an Audible called The Best of Les Brown, uh, the audio collection. And all it is is just straight, like, just, like, kind of some of his more, like, popular, like, motivational speeches and that sort of stuff. Sure. And, like, interviews and that sort of thing. Um, This is on Audible, but it was one of those where it's, like, it's not a traditional book. Sure. Okay. In a way. Um, But it's it's been pretty good to listen to. It's, it's quite a long... Um, audio collection as well. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was one I've been listening to, but I wasn't so sure if to bring it up. But then again, the other thing I'm bringing up that's that's not a book anyway, because the other thing I was listening to, Darren, is uh, Power Glove. Uh, their new album Playback came out on okay. Friday, um, and it's just pure '80s filth. And you know, it's just so good. Mm. I just love that synth wave so hard. Um, I've been waiting for this album for like three years, four years now. Okay. Uh, it finally dropped on Friday and there's some fucking bangers on there. It's so good. Um, but Power Glove is basically, for those that don't know, is, um, they're the people that made the music behind Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. That's right. They did Trials of the Blood Dragon. Um, they've released a couple of EPs and they do like, kind of like guest spots on like other albums, um, like a track here or there. But this is like their first like full album like i think it's like 16 tracks right okay and yeah it's just pure unadulterated uh, 80s synth wave and uh, it's so so good so so good nice um i've been listening to that like full blast in the car and it's been so so good but darren mm. it's time we go into the reading corner let's Witcher, Darren. So the, I like this. So I really enjoyed this one. So this was. So it had the CG uh, CD project red down in the bottom corner. So I assume that they've had a lot of input. Yeah. From their team, and essentially this felt just like doing a side mission. Hmm. I yeah. I did get that feeling from it. Um. And and that's what it was. I mean, and because I've spent a couple of days playing The Witcher Three. Um, I was reading. I was reading Geralt's um, lines with his voice and everything like that. And it's kind of when, it, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's like when the drowners popped up. I'm like, oh shit! I know what a drowner is. Oh yeah, you want to stay away from those and and all the rest of it. And all it it was, it was very much on the nose. Mm. Um, if you're a fan of the Witcher series, or even if you're not a fan of the Witcher series, but you liked what you read here then you will love The Witcher because it's just that over and over and over again. So speaking of that, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying desperately to find... Well, so let's put it this way. I, I looked on the PlayStation Store and I noticed that it is on sale currently. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I want it on Xbox because that'll be where the 4K goodness is. Um, Unless it's not 4K, in which case no, I'm just no, going to buy it on PlayStation. It no, it is. Um, but it's 4K one of those... HDR. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it, I have found that recently is that my tastes have skewed to like right. Okay, if it's not a Sony, like you know, Sony first party, yeah, uh, I'm gonna go to my Xbox and get my fill there because it's naturally gonna look better on there. Well, um, to be fair, it, it's pretty much every other week the the Witch Game of the Year edition is on sale for somewhere between eleven and fourteen pounds. And I'm waiting for that day. Um, um, yeah, uh, you'll you'll get it and you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those where it's it's th- this was such a great read. Yeah, um, I'm not massive on high fantasy, but this didn't. 
to say it didn't play into that too much. You know what I mean? It, yeah, it sounds yeah. very silly, but it's one of those where it just felt like, oh, it's a tale and it's got these like little bits and pieces in it that, that are kind of high fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's not like dragons and... Uh, it, yeah, it was quite yeah. a subdued story. Um, you know, they, they give you a little bit of his backstory and, and that sort of stuff. But this this looks like, from, from again, from the outside in, it, it, it like with The Witcher, it's like he's an older, older guy, whereas this felt like maybe this was a younger... Geralt Hmm. um, because he didn't have the beard he didn't look that old it looked like a younger version maybe this is something that happened much earlier uh, in his Witcher life but uh, but yeah I I really enjoyed this one because it was so enclosed um, in in kind of in the house that they find and and the stories that are built around that and yeah yeah there's some twists and turns but the very very good twists and turns Um, but yeah I enjoyed the shit out of this Hmm. Um, I wasn't expecting I'm not. I was going to say I wasn't expecting to like it. I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did, considering yeah, yeah. I've not played The Witcher. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, this is a good. This is a good comic. Hmm. But Darren, the next one, um, we are going to go into the world of vampires. Ooh, okay. Uh, we are going to read um, a comic book series uh, that not only has Scott Snyder involved. Who you know is like big DC Batman? He he did the Court of Owls and all that sort of okay. stuff. Um, have you ever heard of Stephen King? Um, I yeah, I recognise the name from vaguely. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we are going to be reading a comic book series called American Vampire. Okay. Um, set in the nineteen twenties and vampires and things. Okay. So it could be good. Yeah. Look, it look pretty good. So yeah, we're going to be reading American Vampires. Cool. And that was the reading cover. And that's it, Darren. It is. That's it. Another episode in the can. Indeed. Um, I've got to go supermarket shopping after this and then edit the podcast. What about you? Are you just going to chill? Yeah, I'm going to have some breakfast. And then I think I'm going to fire up Borderlands 2. No, come yeah. on, Darren. Come on. Well, the th- so the thing is, I, I I was playing Doom before. I could go back to that. Um, I I'm quite looking forward to playing Wolfenstein. Uh, who is it? Uh, the the one that's hit Games Pass. Uh, yeah, New Colossus. That's that's very good. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. But as it stands, I don't know. I just feel like chilling. So I'm thinking a couple hours with the Borderlands and maybe catch up on a film or two. Mm. Oh, why not? Yeah. Why not indeed? Um cool. Right, if you would like to get in touch with us, email us podcast at checkpoint dot com. Yep. Twitter, Facebook, website, YouTube, checkpoint done. Darren is at D five one two oh. I am at Foxounder01. Until the next time. Au revoir. Goodbye. Goodbye.